Hare Krishna. Thank you um, for allowing me to speak today uh, on Mahabharat. Köszönöm szépen, hogy lehetővé teszitek, megengeditek, hogy ma beszéljek a Mahabharatáról. I'm very honored to be in your presence. I'm very grateful, and I pray that I can say something which will help you in your Krishna consciousness. Nagyon megtisztelő az, hogy jelenlétetekben lehetek, és nagyon hálás vagyok érte, és azért imádkozom, hogy tudjak valami olyan értéket mondani, ami segítségű lesz a Krishna tudatodokban. So please give me your blessings. Kérlek, adjátok az áldásokat. Very good. Um, so yes, let just get away. So true virtue. Mi a valódi erény? Um, let's look at the first slide. I'd like to start by offering a definition of virtue as given in the Bhagavad Gita. Szeretném azzal kezdeni, hogy mutatok egy definíciót az erényel kapcsolatban, amit a Bhagavad Gita-ban találhatunk. So would you like to read? A mindennapi tevékenység, melyet az ember az írások utasításait követve végez, és nem vágyik annak eredményére, a jóság kötőreire tartozik. Az a tett, amit az ember a gyümölcséért hajt végre, kötöttséget eredményez, tehát nem kedvező. So, virtue is work which is good. Um, az erény az olyan munka, ami jó, ami kedvező. What does it mean? It means something which is um, beneficial for everyone, for the person who's doing it, and for anyone coming in contact with that work. Szóval ez, ez jófajta munkát jelent, olyan tevékenységet, ami mindenkinek a javát szolgálja, azért is, aki végzi, és mindenki másnak. So here Srila Prabhupada is uh, telling us that um, work which is done with attachment is inauspicious. Srila Prabhupada itt azt mondja nekünk, hogy az a fajta munka, amit ragaszkodással végzünk, az kedvezőtlen. So why is that? Miért van ez így? Because If we work with attachment, uh, what's the result? We become bound up in the results of the work, the karma. And if we're bound up, that means we must take birth again in this world and suffer. So any work which is attached is ultimately the cause of misery for yourself and anyone who's implicated. So igazából minden munka, amit ragaszkodással végeznek, az végső soron a szenvedésnek a forrása saját magunk számára és mindenki más számára, aki részt vesz abban a tevékenységben. But work without attachment is auspicious. De az a fajta munka, amit ragaszkodástól mentesen végez valaki, az kedvező. Uh, and that's because It's elevating, it's liberating the person who's performing it and anyone who comes in contact with that work. Azért, mert ez felemeli, 
azt a szemét, aki végzi, és igazából mindenki más, aki kapcsolatban van azzal a tettel. So a basic definition, if it's taking you up, it's virtuous, it's auspicious, and if it's taking you down into material life, it's inauspicious, unvirtuous. So a végső soron a definíció az az, hogy az a fajta munka, ami az embert föl emeli, az erényesnek számít, és az a fajta munka, ami pedig az ember degradálja, az pedig nem számít erényes munkának. So let's look at some examples from the Mahabharata and examine this question. So I'm sure you all recognize, how many, before I begin, have read the Mahabharata? Pretty much all of you. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> who's, who's Mahabharata did you read, may I ask? <laughs> Anyone who didn't read mine can leave now. <laughs> no, I'm really joking. Um, <laughs> the first one I read was by uh, Kamala Subramaniam. Um, I don't know if you know that, a lady. She wrote the whole Mahabharata, and I read that 20 years ago. A legelső verzió, amit olvastam, az egy földnek a verzióinek, és egész Mahabharatát megírta, ez kb. 20 évvel ezelőtt volt. Maybe more. But um, it was very good, but I think I thought it needed improving. Elég jó volt, de azt gondoltam, hogy még javításra szorul. So this is Kana, as I'm sure you know. So how many of you think Kana is a virtuous man? Szóval itt Karnát látjátok a képen, amit többen tudtok is. Ki gondolja közületek azt, hogy Karna egy erényes személy? Few of you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so let's have a look at Karna. Um, so this, um, now this picture you may recognize um, is Karna cutting off his, um, his bodily armor. He was, um, before, this is just before the battle of Kurukshetra. Uh, and um, this is Indra um, standing there. He's he uh, disguised himself as a Brahmin. Because Indra, he's Arjuna's father, and Karna was um, Arjuna's deadliest enemy. So as long as he had this armor, he was born with this armor on his body. Uh, he could not be defeated. So um, Indra thought, okay, uh, I'm going to ask him, because Karna was very famous for one thing, and that was giving charity. He was known for giving charity. He would never refuse. He would give anything. He would worship the sun god in the morning, and when he finished his worship, if someone asked him for charity, he would give anything. És uh, rendszeresen adományozott, nagyon szeretett adományozni, és uh, reggelent, amikor a napistent imádta, utána bárki bármit kért tőle, akkor sosem utasította vissza azt a kérést. So Indra knew this, and he went at that time. Akana would spend the whole morning standing in the Ganges, 
just worshipping the sun. The sun would be right over the head. And you know, he would just tolerate the heat, worship the sun all morning. Egész reggel, uh, akkor Karna, vagy egész délelőtt, akkor Karna a Ganges vizében állva, akkor a napistent imádta, és akkor csak ott állt, és így elviselte a tűző napot, ott imádta. Like the Kshatriyas, they're very, um, they, they can very um, tolerant, they can withstand any kind of pain. A Kshatriyák nagyon sok mindent kibírnak, nagyon toleráns, bármilyen fájdalmat elviselni. So Indra came at that moment when it was time for him to give charity and he said to him, uh, Okana, I would like your bodily armor. Please cut that from your body. So Kana knew who this was because um, the sun god had actually appeared to him in a dream the day before and warned him. Indra will come and try and take your armor. És Karna tudta, hogy kijöttem, mert előző éjszaka álmában napista megjelent neki és figyelmeztette arra, hogy Indra mire készül. And he said, Surya, don't give it to him, because if you give it to him, Arjuna will be able to kill you. És Surya, ugye napista mondta neki, hogy hát ne adod neki, mert hogyha akkor Arjuna képes lesz téged megölni. But Karna said, um, You know, I'm, I, I've made a vow. I'll give anything if someone asks me. Uh, I can't refuse. So, you know, he was saying, I, I, I must, you know, if he asks me for it, I must give it. I can't say, I can't refuse him. So, um, The sun god said, well, at least try, offer him anything else, you know, all kinds of things, see if he'll take that. Um, but if he won't, then ask him for his Shakti weapon. He had this very powerful weapon. So if you, if you give your armor, get something back. De hogyha ragaszkodik hozzá, akkor legalább kért cserébe a Shakti nevű fegyverét, volt Indrának ez a nagyon hatalmas fegyver a Shakti. Um, so this becomes an important detail later in the, um, in the Battle of Kurukshetra. A Kurukshetrai háborúban ez az epizód, vagy ez a momentum egy nagyon jelentőségteljes dologá válik. But then Indra comes um, and he tries to change his mind, Karna, I'll give you kingdom, I'll give you anything. Any amount of money, but Indra says, no, you can see, he's like, I only want your armor, that's all I want. So Karna, he takes the knife and he slices it from his body and his body was red with blood. It was very difficult, but he just did it. He didn't stop, he didn't hesitate. He took his armor. But actually, Karna, he was attached to his reputation. He wanted to be known as a great Kshatriya, as a noble and um, charitable person. De igazából Karna ragaszkodott a hírnevéhez, hogy szerette, szerette volna, hogyha úgy ismerik őt, mint egy nagy Kshatriya, aki erős és, és mindig megfelelően adományoz. He had been um, 
born, well, he was brought up, as you know, by a suta, by a chariot um, driver. So this always bothered him. He always wanted to prove that he was something more than a suta. So when he displayed this quality of generosity, it was actually with something in mind. He wanted, he was attached to being known. He didn't want to be Uh, lose his reputation. Amikor uh, egy ilyen módon, akkor uh, megcsinálta ezt a dolgot, uh, így, így kegyeségből, akkor igazából ezzel azt akarta bizonyítani, hogy ő egy, egy mekkora személy, és akkor nem akarta a hírnevét kockáztatni. Um, so let's have a look at the next slide. So actually later, um, Karna was involved in so many things uh, throughout his life. Um, aztán később Karna az élete során annyi dologba belekeveredett. Which were greatly sinful. He was a, a, the um, right-hand man of Duryodhan. Ugye ezek nagyon bűnös dolgok voltak, ő volt Duryodhannak a jobb keze. Um, and this scene here is actually the end of um, Karna's life, basically. At the end, uh, towards the end of the battle of Kurukshetra. Ez a jelenet... Uh, uh, Karna életének az utolsó pillanatát mutatja be, ez már a korúsétre és a vége felé. So at that time, um, there was a great fight, uh, the final fight between Arjuna and Karna, um, and Karna was almost getting the better of Arjuna. He was a very powerful warrior. És uh, ekkor történt ez a végső összecsapás Arjuna és Karna között, és uh, Karna már majdnem nyert, mert ő egy nagyon nagy harcos volt. Um, But he had been cursed by his spiritual master, who was Parashuram. And he'd also been cursed by a Brahmin. He accidentally killed a Brahmin's cow. Uh, and the Brahmin had cursed him, when you are in your, uh, you know, the greatest fight with your greatest enemy, your chariot wheel will sink into the earth. És uh, minden mellett akkor egy brámana uh, is megátkozta őt, mert véletlenül megölt egy brámanának a tehenét, és ezt az átkot kapta, hogy uh, amikor a legnagyobb küzdelem van az életedben, a legnagyobb csata közepette, akkor a kereket, a, a kocsidnak a szekérnek a kereke, az el fog süllyedni a sárban. So this happened. He was fighting with Arjuna, and gradually his wheel began to sink. The earth was swallowing his chariot. It just went right under the ground. És uh, pont ez történt, hogy miközben Arjunával harcolt, akkor a Föld kezdte elnyelni a szekerét, akkor csak így belesüllyedt a Földbe a szeker. So Kana, he, he jumped off, and he grabbed hold of the wheel, he was trying to pull it out with all his power, he was so powerful. He'd actually defeated Jarasandh in a wrestling match. He was, he was that powerful. Even Bhima could hardly defeat Jarasandh. Kana had defeated him in, in a, a couple of hours wrestling with him. Karna akkor leugrott a szekeréről, és a két kezével akkor próbálta kiemelni a földből. Nagyon nagy testi erővel rendelkezett, birkózásban legyőzte Jarászandát is, és hát Jarászandát Bíma is nagyon nehézségek árán győzte le, de akkor Karna néhány órányi küzdelem után akkor egyszerre legyőzte őt. So it said, he was that strong. It said that while he was lifting, the whole earth with all its mountains lifted up, and still the wheel wouldn't come out of the ground. 
és ha bár az egész Földet emelte a hegyekkel és mindennel együtt, a szekélynek a kereke mégsem akart kijönni a Földön. So Kana, he began to cry. And then at that time, Arjuna, you can see he's standing there, and Krishna saying, kill him now. So akkor Arjuna, akkor, akkor ott állt, és akkor Krishna így lehet látni, mutatja neki, hogy most tudod meg azonnal. And when Krishna said that, you can see Kana, he's saying, wait, no, this is not right, this is not virtuous. How can you do this? You can see. Look at my condition. És amikor ez történt, akkor lehet látni, hogy akkor Karna így fölteszi a kezét, és mondja, hogy állj meg egy pillanatra, ez, ez nem erényes, akkor, akkor ez most nem a megfelelő pillanat, most nézd meg magadon, hogy mit csinálsz. So when he said that, Krishna said, well, Karna, it is very good that you should now think of virtue at this point in time. És akkor Krishna pedig mondta Karnának, hogy hát nézd Karna, nagyon jó, hogy most ebben a pillanatban az erényre hivatkozol. But I have some questions that I would like to ask you. Where was your virtue when Draupadi was brought weeping into the assembly? Because at that time, Karna, um, he had been insulted by Draupadi many years before. In the Swayamva of Draupadi, as you probably know, Karna, uh, he, he wanted to, you know, take the bow, shoot down the target. He walked up, he was about to grab the bow, but Draupadi said, no, I will not marry a suitor. És biztos sokan tudjátok, hogy Draupadinak a Swayamva ráján, akkor Karna is próbálta elnyelni Draupadinak a kezét, de mikor éppen odalépett, hogy felemelj az ilyet, akkor Draupadi mondta, hogy nem, nem fogok hozzámenni egy szutához feleségül. Famous. Nahi variami szutá putra. So he was shocked and he was really hurt because he thought, I'm not a szutá. He got so angry at that point because she'd said that. És akkor Karna így nagyon megdöbbent és megsértődött, mert akkor ott volt benne ez a büszkeség, hogy hát én nem vagyok egy szutá, én sokkal több vagyok, és akkor ezt tettem. So he never forgot that. And then years later, when Draupadi was being um, insulted and abused in the uh, assembly, he was the one who said, strip her naked. He said, um, so how is that virtuous? Obviously, If someone is virtuous, they're always virtuous. We're going to see some examples of that. Not at, when it suits their purpose, when they have something to gain, to put on a good show, but then at another time when they're in some case like difficulty, there's, you know, all their, all their so-called virtue disappears. Hogyha valaki erényes, akkor az azt jelenti, hogy mindig erényes, nem csak akkor erényes, amikor az érdekei úgy szolgálják, vagy amikor úgy erényesnek kell mutatkozni, hanem akkor is, amikor, amikor nehézségek közepette van, vagy nem az ő érdekét szolgálja. Szóval erről fog meg példákat látni. Krishna said to him, Where was your virtue when Abhimanyu was killed? Krishna mondta neki utána, hogy hol volt a te erényed, amikor Abhimanyu-t megölték. So Abhimanyu was Arjuna's son. Abhimanyu Arjuna-nak a fia volt. And he was one and a half times as powerful as Arjuna. És másfélszer olyan erővel bírt, mint Arjuna. So he couldn't be defeated so nem, in the battle. Nem a And he was fighting so furiously one day 
he was killing so many warriors um, that Duryodhan became panicked. He thought, what can we do? How can we stop him? So then, after consulting with Drona, they decided to surround him with seven great Maharatas. Completely against the rules of the battle. Of course, they were always being broken, but <laughs> this was a particularly bad example of that. <laughs> and Karna was one of those warriors who was present at that time. <laughs> so Krishna is saying, so you're remembering virtue now, how come you forgot at that time? Where was your virtue when Bhima was poisoned or when the house of Lak was set on fire because he was involved in all of those plots? So virtue must be constant in order to be real. Az erénynek folyamatosnak kell lenni, vagy állandónak kell lenni ahhoz, hogy igazi legyen. Let's have another look. Let's have a look at another example. Itt van egy másik példa. So, um, this is the martial exhibition which took place after all of the princes trained by Drona graduated. Ez a kép a harcászati bemutatóról szól, ami azután történt, hogy Drona az összes herceget kiképezte a hatudományban. So at that time, um, Drona said, "We want all. I want all of you to display what I've taught you, all of your skills, um, to the citizens and to your elders." Drona mondta nekik, hogy szeretném, hogy mindent, amit tőlem tanultatok, minden tudományotokat bemutassátok a a város lakóinak és az idősebbeknek. So they erected a great stadium, maybe hundred thousand people could get in there. It was huge. It had Ten gates. Probably bigger than the football stadiums of today. <laughs> Because when they started um, to show their skills, first of all, Yudhisthira uh, came. Yudhisthira was expert with a spear, so he came out on a horse and he was showing expert spear. Um, skills. Um, Nakula and Sahadev, they were like great swordsmen, so they were showing their skills with sword play. And um, Bhima with the mace and Juridon. So Juridon and Bhima had this great fight with the maces, and in the end, the, they had to pull them off of each other. Get back! They were going to practically kill each other on the spot. So everyone had to sort of like stop them from fighting. But then Arjuna. He showed his skills. He was expert at everything. 
Aztán utána Arjuna tett tanúbizonyságot a tudományáról, ő minden bejáratos volt. Especially archery. De leginkább az ijászatról. So he came out into the arena and he began to display archery skills. They had a, a horn swinging around on a post. Um, it was like a, yeah. And he fired like five or ten arrows into that one after another. Shoot, 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 shoot. Straight, all of them went in. So what did he carry? I mean, like, like, we were like a tulka, that's what he did. Sarva. Akkor így ment körbe, és akkor öt nyilvesszőt egymás után, akkor így belelőtt a lukába. Going round very fast. És pedig nagyon gyorsan ment így körbe-körbe. And they had, um, they, they were not backward 5,000 years ago. They made a mechanical boar, which was running around the arena. It was like a robot. <laughs> so Arjuna shot that with so many arrows as it was running around. <laughs> Then he showed his uh, mystic weapons, his astras. Aztán uh, bemutatta a misztikus fegyvereit, az asztrákat. He, he created a hurricane, there was one, the, the Vayu Astra, which creates a huge wind. A Vayu Astrával egy hurikánt teremtett, ami egy óriási szelet került. So it was blowing across the arena and everyone was like, hanging on to their seats, so it's like this tremendous hurricane was going to blow them away. És amikor jött ez az óriási hurikára, akkor mindenki csak kapaszkodott a székében, mert majdnem mindenki kifújt a helyére. Then the next minute, He created a mountain weapon, which was like created an enormous cliff in the middle of the arena, which stopped the hurricane. And then he, he himself, by mantra, he became very small, the size of a thumb, and then he became huge, like a great giant. So he showed all his skills and then he finished, he walked up, stood next to Drona and everyone was cheering, wow, Arjuna, Arjuna. So just as the applause was dying down, there was suddenly, they could hear this sound from somewhere just outside the arena, like thunderclaps, crash! Crash! Some enormous crashing sound. So people were thinking, is it thunderclaps? Are the mountains falling down? What's happening? And then when they looked, they saw Kana. Kana was there. No one knew who he was at that time. But this enormous warrior, he looked like a moving mountain coming into the arena. <laughs> Still had his, his body armor at that time. He was shining like the sun. He was like hugely impressive. És akkor uh, így a testén lévő páncél, akkor uh, úgy ragyogott, mintha maga a nap lett volna. So, um, Kana, he actually tried to go into Drona's school when he was younger, but 
when he went, he was refused. Jonah, Jonah wouldn't allow him. He said to him, um, this is a school for the princes and you're the son of a suitor, so I can't let you in. So again, this was Kana. He's like, his pride was hurt. Oh, Call me a suitor, you know, it really upset him. So he'd come to the arena knowing what was happening, knowing that Arjuna would show his skills, and Arjuna was Drona's best student. So when he came into the arena, um, you know, the first thing he said is, let me show my skills, I will do everything Arjuna has done, but I'll do it better than him. So, um, Drona, he, he, he recognized him, uh, but he said, okay, let's see what you've got. <laughs> so, Kana, he did everything the same. Everything that Arjuna had done, Kana replicated. He could do all the same skills. So, um, when he finished, Juryodhan, at that time, he was present. So this is a picture of Juryodhan. Juryodhan was, um, he thought, oh, this person is as powerful as Arjuna. He could defeat Arjuna. Because they knew, even right from the start, that the Juryodhan and the Kauravas and even the Pandavas, that sooner or later there was going to be a battle. They were on a collision course. But Juryodhan, he was anxious because he knew Arjuna can't be defeated. He's so powerful. And, the, you know, we've got double trouble. There's Bhima on the one side and Arjuna on the other. We haven't got much chance. So when he saw Kana, he thought, oh, now, here's my chance. Let me make friends with Kana, with this, with this warrior. He didn't know who he was, so this person, let me make friends with him now. So he went up. As soon as um, Kana had finished, he went over, he put his arm around him. Oh, well done, well done. Who are you? Where have you come from? You know, this is... This is amazing, your skills. You're as powerful as Arjun. You're a great warrior. So Kana was like, yes, someone is validating me. Someone is telling me I'm a warrior, accepting me as a great warrior. So 
he immediately felt an affinity, a friendship for uh, Jiridon. So he said to him, all I want is your friendship. And single combat with Arjuna. <laughs> Let me fight him now. So Arjuna heard that and he was like, okay, I'm ready. <coughs> let's, let's go. <laughs> so there was going to be this fight between Karna and Arjuna straight away as soon as they met. But before it could take place, um, one of the Akuru elders, Kripa, Kripa Charya, stepped up and said, Fights must be between equals. Here is Arjuna, the son of Kunti, Pandu, in the Kuru line, so he told what his lineage was. And you, sir, what is your name? What is your line? He asked Kana. So Kana's head dropped down, his face turned black. He couldn't say anything. He couldn't say, oh well, my father is the chariot driver, because that would be the end straight away. Everyone would laugh and there'd be no, no duel. So then they started laughing. The Bhima was laughing. Ha, 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 this man, he's not even a king. So then Juryodon, he stood up and he, be, he made a very stirring and heroic speech. And it sounded very virtuous. He said, why are we judging this man by his body? Why are we saying, you know, that he's not a Kshatriya? How can he not be? Does... Um, You know, does a lamb give birth to a lion? Just see his power, just see his, his true qualities. Yeah, we shouldn't be cast, you know, cast conscious here. We shouldn't be racist and that kind of thing. So, It sounded really noble what he was saying, you know, and everyone was cheering him. Yeah, Juryodhan, true, this is good, this is very good. But Juryodhan's whole calculation was, I must have this man on my side. So he said, well, if he's not a king, I will make him a king. I will crown him now, the king of Unga a great province. So this is the, uh, the picture here where he's getting the crown and he performed, they performed it immediately, the ceremony and, you know, poured the water on his head and put the crown and you are now the king of Anga. So 
ugye fejére helyezte a koronát előtte, akkor vizet öntött rá, és akkor így kijelentette, hogy mostantól te vagy Anga királya. So then, just as that was completed, an old man was like rushing forward. He pushed his way through the crowd and ran up on his stick towards uh, um, Karna, and he was so pleased to see him becoming the king because it was his father, his father Adirat, the, the leader of the charioteers. És uh, pont amikor ez történt, akkor egy idős ember, aki bottal jött, akkor így uh, bebotorkált a, a, az arénába, és akkor oda ment uh, hozzájuk. És nagyon örült, hogy láttam, mert ő volt Adiratha, a szekérhajtóknak a vezetője, és látta, hogy a fiát éppen most koronázták királyhoz. And everyone, because in those days, you know, people could be understood what was their position by their appearance, by their dress, by their demeanor. So everyone could understand, oh, he's a charioteer. És azokban az időkben valakit az öltözéke alapján meg lehetett ismerni, vagy fel lehetett ismerni, hogy hova tartozik, és akkor egyből tudták róla, hogy jó, ő egy szekérhajtó. And when Karna saw him, immediately bowed down and touched his feet. Amikor Karna meglátta őt, akkor azonnal leborult és megérintette a lábát. So obviously this was his father, and then when Bhima saw that, He was laughing, ah, you're the son of a charioteer. You don't even deserve to be killed by Arjuna. Go back to where you came from. So of course this was deeply humiliating for Karna. So at that point the sun set and the fight actually didn't take place at that point in time because they could only fight in the daylight. So it seemed very virtuous of Juridon, but again, you know, because this is attached work, because he's wanting, he's got something in mind, he's not um, being virtuous for the sake of virtue, he's being virtuous because he wants to achieve some particular result for himself. And we know the history, uh, of course, with Juridon, his, his so-called virtue. He was involved in so many plots against the Pandavas, poison, arson, cheating them out of their kingdom, uh, and many, many more. Only a few of those uh, things he did are told in the Mahabharata. There were many more. So, és persze tudjuk, ismerik a történelmet, szóval Duryodhan annyi uh, ármánykodásban vett részt a Pandavák ellen, akkor volt a mérgezés, a gyújtogatás, akkor uh, kiátszotta őket a vagyonokból, a birodalmokból, és még annyi, annyi más dolog volt, amiről nem is tudunk. So this is a, a picture of Duryodhan um, when Krishna came on his peace mission just before the battle. So at that time, um, the Pandavas had just uh, completed their exile and um, they'd made the agreement after the uh, gambling match that When we come back, we'll get our kingdom back. And Juridana said, yes. So 
nem szegik meg a, a fogadalmat, és végigcsinálják a számítatást, akkor visszatért, akkor visszakapják a birodalmat. But he refused when the time came, uh, and this is here, he's saying to uh, Krishna, I will not give them anything, no land, not enough to put a needle point in. De Turyodan, amikor eljött az ideje, akkor ezt a dolgot visszautasította, és itt éppen a képen azt mondja Kisnának, hogy semmit sem fogok nekik adni, még annyi földet sem, ami egy tűhegy alatt elfér. So what, where was his virtue at that point? How so can he be virtuous? He's only interested in his own personal gain. And he's had no good qualities, actually, because um, you know, at this time he's also saying to Krishna, why is everyone accusing me? Why are you always saying I'm the wrong person? What have I done wrong? Miért mindig engem hibáztatsz, miért mindig rólam mondod, hogy én vagyok a, a rossz fiú, és én csinálok valamit rosszul. I have done my duty. Actually, he was a very good king. While the Pandavas were away, he was looking after the people very nicely, that he had welfare programs, he was giving a lot of charity, charity to the Brahmins. So I have done my duty. És akkor így, így végezte a dolgát. Igazából, amíg a Pandavák számüzetésben voltak, addig királyként nagyon jól teljesítette a feladatát, voltak ilyen uh, szociális programjai, uh, akkor adományozott a brámonáknak, szóval minden úgy törődött a, az állampolgárokkal, minden rendben ment a birodalomnak. And he thought, you know, Krishna's just, he's, he's siding with the Pandavas, he doesn't like me, you know, no one likes me. Csak uh, arra tudod gondolni, hogy hát Krishna <laughs> biztos a Pandavák pártját fogja, igazából uh, a részükre hajlik, és engem pedig nem szeret, senki nem szeret engem. But actually, even after I think about it very carefully, I can't see that I've done anything wrong at all. So this was his so-called virtue. Let's have a look at the next slide. So in the Mahabharata it says, want to read it? This is one of the tests that Your virtue remains strong even when you're put in very testing circumstances. Ez az erénynek a próbája, hogy valaki képes erényes maradni még akkor is, amikor nagyon embert próbál a körülmények között van. It's not that um, you know, as long as everything's going well and you know, it's it's all on your in your favor, you're very virtuous. But as soon as something's like you're challenged in some way, you're finding things difficult, you just forget about everything and just um, do, do, you know, the so-called necessary expedient virtue, relative morality. So nem arról van szó, hogy amíg minden jól megy, és úgy kedvezően alakulnak a dolgok az életben, addig az ember úgy nagyon erényes, de amint valamilyen kihívással kell szembenéznie, vagy nehézség támad, akkor, akkor pedig egyből elfelejti az erényét, hogyha nem is létezne, és akkor ezt a fajta relatív uh, uh, erényességet vagy relatív moralitást kezdje alkalmazni. Because what you're thinking is, um, what is good for me? What will I get out of it? And, what, and when it's looking like you're not going to get something, you won't do it. Mert akkor az ember elkezdő gondolkozni, hogy jó, de akkor mi ebből az én hasznom, akkor mit fogok én ettől kapni, és hogyha uh, semmi, akkor csak egyszerűen nem fogom csinálni. So let's look at another example. So, Here we see the Pandavas. Uh, 
And this is, they're, they're just heading into um, exile after the, the, the gambling match. This is one of the few pictures where they've actually painted Draupadi the right color. <laughs> Ez az egyik azon kevés képeknek, ahol Draupadit megfelelő színűre festették. Normally the Western artists paint everybody white, but actually Arjuna and Draupadi were blackish, same as Krishna. Általában a, a művészek akkor mindenkit így fehére ábrázolnak, fehérbőrűnek, de tudnunk kell, hogy Arjunának és Draupadinak ilyen feketés teszéne volt ugyanolyan, mint Krishna. It's mentioned that in case there's any artists here. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing white draperies. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, I searched carefully and, and found this picture. So these are the Pandavas and Their, their virtue never wavered under any circumstances. They never responded in the same in kind, in the same way uh, to Duryodhan when he was plotting against them. And here, the, the story here is that um, Yudhisthira, um, sometime before the gambling match, uh, Narad Muni had come to see him in his palace in Indraprastha. Um, and at that time, he said to him, uh, in some years from now, You will be the cause of a great war that will kill all the world's Kshatriyas. So when Yudhisthira heard that, uh, he became really anxious. He said, I don't want to be the cause uh, of any conflict like that. Uh, So he took a vow that um, I will never disobey my elders. Anything they ask me to do, I will immediately do it. So when the time came for the gambling match, uh, he was asked to come by uh, the order of Dhritarashtra. Amikor eljött a kockajátéknak az ideje, akkor uh, Dritarástra utasítására ment el, vagy ő, tehát kérte őt, hogy menjen el. So he knew what was happening. He knew that this, this game is, is rigged, that you know, it's obviously um, made for my destruction. Szóval so tudta, hogy mi történik, tudta azt, hogy nyilvánvaló volt, hogy ez az egész kockajáték arra megy ki, hogy őt elpusztítsa. But moved by the Lord in his heart, and adhering to his vow, um, to his virtue, he said, I must go, because Dhritarashtra has asked me to go. So 
So then he came across, then the, the gambling match took place and um, he began to lose everything. És amikor megérkeztek, ugye elkezdték a kocka játékot, és elkezdett elveszíteni gyakorlatilag mindent. But still, Dhritarashtra said nothing, Bhishma said nothing, uh, and he didn't stop. He, he carried on playing, seeing that it must be Krishna's arrangement. De akkor látta, hogy Dhritarashtra nem szól semmi, Bhishma nem szól semmi, és tovább folytatta a játékot, bízban abban, hogy ez Krishna-nak az elrendezés. Because he'd made his promise, this was his Um, his vow that he wasn't going to cause any conflict, so he didn't start any trouble or any fights at that point. He just he was compliant uh, to the desire of Dhritarashtra. De mivel tette ezt a fogadalmat, hogy nem akar az oka lenni semmilyen konfliktusnak, ezért a történetnek ezen a pontján nem kezdett el harcolni, vagy nem szólalt fel, hanem csak próbált együttműködni Dhritarashtra akaratával. So he lost everything. So mindent elveszített. And still, um, he didn't swerve from the path of virtue. He didn't say, right, that's it, now we're going to fight, that, you know, this has gone far enough. Uh, he, he was calm, he was peaceful. Bima, on the other hand, had a different uh, approach. <laughs> But he also stuck to virtue because Uh, seeing that Yudhisthira was not doing anything, if, if Bhima had his own way, he would immediately have attacked all of the Kauravas and smashed them right there and then. But seeing Yudhisthira as his authority, and Yudhisthira not saying anything, and not you know, wanting him to cause any trouble, He controlled himself. So they were sent into exile. Um, as we know. And, and then soon after they arrived in the forest, Krishna came to see them. Um, and he, he said, well, You know, this is unacceptable. How has this been allowed uh, to happen? I would have come. I was busy at the time. At the time, uh, Krishna was fighting Shalva when the gambling match took place. So, being otherwise engaged, tied up with this demon, I couldn't come, otherwise I would have come, and I would have stopped them straight away from their sinful course of action. So, Krishna didn't say at that point any criticism at all of Yudhisthira, nothing. Krishna So Yudhisthira was completely adhering to the path of virtue. Because as we began by saying, virtue is defined as work done without any attachment to the result. 
definiáltuk azt, hogy az erény igazából olyan munkát jelent, amit mindenfajta ragaszkodás nélkül hajtott végre. And that means it must be done for Krishna's pleasure. Ami azt jelenti, hogy pusztán Krishna elégedettségért hajtják végre. And then it's detached. And so um, Yudhisthira was always thinking in those terms. So Yudhisthira mindig ilyenféleképpen gondolkozott. And actually Krishna said to him um, at that point, we will go and um, uproot Duryodhana and destroy him uh, and put you back on the throne where you rightfully belong. És akkor Krishna igazából azt is mondta neki, hogy jó, akkor majd elmegyünk, és akkor Duryodhant gyökerestől kitépjük onnan, és akkor visszaültetünk téged a trónra, ami jogosan a tiéd. Taking all the Yadavas, all the great um, warriors from Dwarka will will just destroy all of them. Akkor uh, hozzuk majd várakába az összes nagy harcost, uh, és akkor majd uh, teljes mértékben uh, elpusztítjuk őket. And certainly that would have happened. És ez meg is történt volna. But Yudhisthira said, no, you may do that in 13 years from now, because I've made a promise that I will stay in the forest for 13 years. So again we see um, no attachment at all on the side of Yudhisthira. Everything lost, his kingdom gone, he's faced with 13 years with nothing living in the forest uh, and Krishna himself is offering to help him but still he's saying it's okay I'll stick to my promise so láthatjuk hogy Yudhisthir milyen erényen rendelkezett szóval semmilyen fajta ragaszkodás nem volt benne akkor vesztette a mindenét a teljes birodalmát és még úgy is hogy Krishna felajánlotta neki hogy segít visszaszerezni akkor mondta hogy nem én csak fogadalmat vagy ígéretet tettem so again Krishna uh, praised him and said, yes, very good, I knew you would say this, and this is right, that you should act in this way. So, um, but this actually brought up some doubts um, on the side of Draupadi, in fact, all of the brothers, but um, at Draupadi especially, you want to go to the next slide? As a kétségeket ébresztett a, a testvére és főleg Draupadi szívében. Um, so here we see, don't read that. Az erény megvédi védelmezőjét, még aki elpusztítja, maga is pusztulásra van ítélve. So this is a famous statement um, from Mahabharata. híres kijelentés a Mahabharatában. That those who are, if you protect virtue, in other words, if you always act virtuously, you will be protected by that virtue. Az erény mindig megvédi védelmezőjét, az azt jelenti, hogy ha valaki mindig erényesen viselkedik, erényesen cselekszik, akkor az erény meg tudja őt védeni. But if you act in a sinful way, that sin will also destroy you. Ha valaki bűnös módon cselekszik, akkor az a bűn a szemét is el fogja pusztítani. So Draupadi was doubtful. She was saying, well, how can that be true? Because Yudhisthira, who is more virtuous than you? And on the other hand, who is more sinful than Duryodhana? But here we see that Duryodhana now has everything. He has your kingdom, his kingdom, everything, and you are going to the forest with nothing. De akkor láthatjuk, hogy 
Dúrjodan megszerzett magának mindent, övé a saját birodalmat, te birodalmad, neked pedig nincsen semmi, és most el kell mennünk az erdőbe. So she couldn't understand it, um, and she was questioning Yudhisthira, and the other brothers were the same. They were also, you know, how can this be right, that we come here, how can this be the path of virtue, to let those sinful men take over everything. Szóval nem értette ezt, ezért ő is, és a Yudhisthira-nek a többi testvére szintén, akkor kérdőre bonták Yudhisthira-t, hogy hogy lehet ez, hogy akkor mi itt vagyunk, ők meg ott vannak, és akkor ezek a dolgok történtek. So Yudhisthira, he responded, and he was saying, um, don't doubt virtue because you don't see the results coming immediately. Without any doubt, those fruits will manifest in course of time. A megfelelő időben, vagy idővel meg fognak valósulni, meg fognak nyilvánulni. In the same way that the fruits of sin will manifest in course of time. Hasonló módon a bűnnek a gyümölcse is idővel meg fognak nyilvánulni. So sometimes we have that doubt. You know, we think we look around and we see materialistic people uh, doing anything and everything, and yet they have so much money, so much success, and we think, wow, well, wait a minute. You know, and here am I, a devotee, and I've got nothing. But actually, it's just a question of time. Um, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. De igazából ez csak az időnek a kérdése, szóval nem arról, nem az a kérdés, hogy az ember hogyan indul el, hanem hogy uh, hogyan végez, vagy, vagy mi van a végén. And those persons acting sinfully, when their karma reaches a certain point, they, they will be destroyed completely, they lose everything. És azok a személyek, akik bűnös életet élnek, vagy bűnös módon cselekszenek, akkor amikor a karmai egy bizonyos pontot elér, akkor teljesen So Yudhisthira said, the fruits of true virtue are eternal and indestructible, and they lead to the highest happiness. And um, he said to, you know, Draupadi, if you're practicing virtue with a desire for its result, then it's no longer virtue. És azt mondta, hogy ha az erényt azért gyakorlod, hogy valamilyen gyümölcsre vagy eredményre vársz, akkor vágysz, akkor onnantól kezdve azt a dolgot nem lehet erénynek nevezni. It becomes business, trade. You're doing something because you're thinking, I'll get something back. Akkor onnantól az csak egy üzlet, mert az ember azért csinál valamit, hogy valamit viszonzásként kapjon helyett. So you should, never, you should never do it in that mood. So that echoes Uh, what we started this class with, the um, 247, that one should always do his work in a detached mood. And that's only uh, possible when we act for Krishna's pleasure. And um, so. Uh, yeah, after that, Draupadi um, and Bhima also, he was, he was trying to convince um, Yudhisthira, he was saying, 
yeah, we said we'd stay for 13 years, but some places in, in the Vedas, it, it says one year can be one month. So, you know, let's go back after one year, after 13 months and, and kill them. <laughs> És Bíma mondta, hogy hát igen, valahol a Védákban az áll, hogy bizonyos körülmények hatása idején, akkor egy évet lehet egy hónapnak számolni, szóval akkor menjünk vissza 13 hónap múlva, és akkor pusztítsuk elő. And actually it's true, if you, in the Védas there's so many different statements, they're like um, a desire tree, and you know, you can twist it in different ways to suit your purposes. És ez igaz, mert a Védákban annyi ilyen kijelentés van, igazából olyan, mint egy but again, Yudhisthira, he calmed down Bhima. <laughs> You'll get your chance, just be patient. <laughs> so they all agreed, because Yudhisthira was their leader, um, and as much as, you know, like Bhima, he was so... Um, all the time, he, he, he was so angry and so disturbed by the thought of Duryodhan when they were in the forest. He couldn't sleep. Later on, um, toward, uh, at, at the end of the exile, Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, later on, at the end of the exile, um, Krishna, uh, when he was about to go on his peace mission, um, he said, um, Bhima said, Krishna said, I think I should try to get peace, otherwise everyone's going to be killed, and that's, you know, let's see what we can do. So then Bhima said, yes, this is a good idea, uh, Krishna, you should try your best to, uh, you know, to, to make peace. Amikor Krishna ment ebbe a békekövetségbe, akkor mondta azt, hogy hát igen, akkor mindent tőlünk telhetőt meg kell tenni azért, hogy próbáljunk békét teremteni. És akkor Bíma mondta, hogy igen, akkor, akkor ez lenne a legjobb, és Krishna akkor tegye meg mindent tőle telhetőt. So uh, Krishna at that point, he said, oh, this is very wonderful. Uh, this is like uh, seeing ice in fire. Uh, or, uh, you know, that the, uh, like, you know, seeing, seeing the mountains crumble or something, that all of a sudden you, Bhima, you want peace. And he's saying that, you know, all the time you've been here in the forest, sometimes you would pound the earth, making terrific noises. And at other times you would laugh like a madman for hours on end. And at other times you would just sit with your head in your hand for hours and hours. All this is the work of anger. So, so angry, but because Yudhisthira had said no, we must stay and finish our term of exile, he kept himself in check. 
de nem azért, mert akkor ugye be kellett fejeznünk a számvizetést, tehát be kellett lenni annak a konkrét időnek, akkor, akkor ő így lenyújtotta magát, és akkor nyugodt maradt bíró. And of course, at that time, he said to Krishna, oh, don't think that I, you know, Krishna is saying, oh, so it seems even the powerful uh, lose their power when the time of challenge or when, you know, when the moment comes when there has to be a fight. <laughs> so he started, like, kind of mocking Bhima a bit at that point. Krishna így elkezdte így cukolni, vagy így hetszelni, és Bhimát egy kicsit, hogy ó, úgy látszik, hogy az erősek ereje is elvész, amikor már jön a pontja ennek a kihívásnak, vagy amikor közeledik ez a csata időpontja, és akkor egy kicsit így, így viccelt vele. So Bhima said, no, don't think like that, Krishna. I am ready. With these arms, I could crush hills, and I can destroy anyone. But it's, I'm only saying that because you want to um, sue for peace. So if that's what you want, Krishna, then okay. <laughs> because all the Pandavas were completely surrendered to Krishna. Always in everything. And so, yeah, at that point, um, going back to the forest, Yudhisthira, um, he agreed, okay, we'll stay in exile. And there was another wonderful incident which showed Yudhisthira's virtue. So this is the famous um, Lake of Death. So what happened was, um, whilst they were in exile, there was um, one time when uh, the Pandavas, they became very thirsty. Uh, and Yudhisthira said, uh, first, one by one, he sent all his brothers to look for water. So they found a lake, um, but when they reached it, first the uh, Sahadev came there, when he reached the lake, he heard a voice saying, do not drink this water. It belongs to me. If you drink it, you will die. So Sahadev was, where are you? Who are you? I don't care. I'm going to drink it because he was very thirsty. So he drank the water and he collapsed as if he was dead straight away. És Szahadé pedig mondta, hogy ki vagy különben is, nem érdekel, hogy mit mondasz, én mindenképpen fogok inni ebből a vízből, ugye nagyon szomjas volt, de amikor tényleg ívott belőle, akkor azonnal összeesett, mint hogyha meghalt volna. So all of the brothers, four of them, first um, Szahadév, Nakula, Bima, Arjuna, uh, all of them, the same thing happened. Szóval igazából mind a négy testvérrel, Ugye akkor, uh, akkor először Szahadéval, aztán Nakulával, Bimával, Arjunával ugyanez a dolog történt. So finally, um, Yudhisthira himself, his brothers had gone, they, he didn't know where they were, he became anxious, he saw inauspicious omens, so he went himself. És akkor végül Yudhisthira, akinek ugye eltűntek a testvérei, és akkor saját maga is ugye szomjas volt, és kedvezőtlen előjeleket látott, akkor saját maga is elmúlt. So the same thing happened. He got to the river, he got to the lake, and the voice 
Do not take this water. This lake belongs to me. You will die if you drink it like your brothers. És amikor odajött a vízhez, akkor ugyanazt a hangot hallotta, hogy ez az én tavam ne így állató vizéből, hogyha inni merészhez belőle, akkor meg fogsz hallni a testvéreidhez hasonló. So Yudhisthira looked around, he was horrified. He saw his four brothers were lying there. They, all, they appeared to be completely as if they'd been killed. És amikor Yudhisthira körbenézett, látta, hogy ott fekszenek a testvérei, akkor teljesen megrökönyödött, és akkor úgy látta, hogy megölték őket. He couldn't understand what had happened. Nem tudta érteni, hogy mi történt. But he was intelligent, so he thought, well, maybe I shouldn't drink this water. <laughs> Let me find out what, who, who's... So he asked, he said, who are you? Come out, tell me who you are. So he saw this crane, and, and there's a picture of it here. This was like a, a bird. He said, I'm just a crane, but this lake belongs to me. And I will kill you if you drink the water. <laughs> so this was actually um, Dharma, the Lord of Religion and um, also uh, the controller of death. Yamaraj. So, um, He said, well, if you answer my questions, uh, then you may drink some of this water. So he asked him a whole lot of questions, and Yudhisthira answered all of them. So then at the end of it, he, um, he revealed who he was. He said, actually, I'm your father, because um, Yudhisthira was... The son of Yamaraj. And he said, I'm very pleased with you. Um, so you may drink the water, but of course, uh, I'd like to give you a boon. Ask for uh, the life of one of your brothers. So then when he asked him that, um, he said, yes, thank you, please bring back to life Nakula. So he was very surprised, um, Dharmaraj, said, why Nakula? Now you're facing your greatest challenge, you're having to fight uh, against the Kauravas, surely you should ask for Bhima or Arjuna. Your mightiest brothers. But Yudhisthira said, no, um, in me, uh, Kunti still has one son living, and Madri, both her sons have now died. So if you bring one of the, her sons back to life, Um, he was thinking of Madri, he was thinking, although she departed, um, that one of her sons would um, be brought back to life uh, to please her. So he wasn't thinking of himself. So, 
eltávozott, de még mindig akkor úgy gondolkozott, hogy mi az, ami Madrid elégedetté tenné, szóval nem a saját érdekét néztük. So it's another example of Yudhisthira's detachment. Ez még egy példa arra, hogy Yudhisthira mennyire ragaszkodástól mentes volt, elkülönült. And always attached to doing the right thing. És mindig ragaszkodott ahhoz, hogy a helyes dolgot csinálja. So how is it possible? Let's look at the uh, next slide. So hogyan lehetséges ez? Nézzük meg a következő diát. Um, yeah, do you want to read that? Aki rendíthetetlen odaadással fordul az Istenség személyisége felé, ez a félistenek valamennyi jó tulajdonságával rendelkezik. Aki azonban nem baktálja az Úrnak, annak csupán anyagi tulajdonságai vannak, melyek szinte teljesen értéktelenek. Ennek az az oka, hogy az ilyen ember az elmesít jellemek, és így egész biztosan elragadja a csillogó anyagi energia vonzása. So this is a famous verse, um, híres vers, spoken by the demigods, and it's uh, from the fifth canto, and it's explaining how it's possible um, for, uh, or what, what is it's defining actually, um, virtue. Ezt a, ez egy híres vers, amit a félistenek mondanak, és uh, igazából ez uh, meghatározza ezt az erényt. Because a person, it says, who is actually devoted to Krishna um, is actually a virtuous person because all of their actions are aligned with the desire of Krishna. So as we began by saying, virtue is it's defined as what is beneficial uh, for the person who's performing it and for everyone else. Ugye, amikor elkezdtük, akkor úgy definiáltuk az erényességet, hogy egy olyan tett, ami az elkövető számára és mindenki más számára is kedvező. So devotee, because um, he, he knows that everything, uh, anything Krishna does, whatever Krishna desires, however Krishna acts, whatever he does is always beneficial for all living entities. És egy baktól mindig tudja, hogy bármi, amit Krishna cselekszik, vagy amit elrendez, az mindig és minden élőlény számára kedvező. It's not possible for Krishna to do anything which would harm anyone. Krishna számára lehetetlen olyan dolgot csinálni, ami bántana vagy ártana másoknak bátran. He is the supreme good, and anyone who aligns with him becomes good. Ő a legfőbb jó, és bárki, aki összhangba kerül vele, akkor ő is ilyen módon jóvá válik. So thus devotees, because they only want to please Krishna, they always want to act in accordance with Krishna's will. Um, everything they do is auspicious, is virtuous and good. Even it may not look like that from the external point of view. For example, the Battle of Kurukshetra. People sometimes say, well, you know, how can that be right? Millions of people were killed, uh, and it's, you know, it's supposed to be virtuous, but this was all according to Krishna's desire. So it's completely virtuous. And completely good, completely beneficial for everyone involved. But if someone's desiring, so on the other side it says that um, 
those who are not aligned with Krishna's desire, uh, what's their situation? They're in the darkness of mental speculation. That means they're making calculations. What will be good for me? What will be good for mine, for my family? You know, what will be good for my party? And they don't, they don't understand Krishna, they don't understand Krishna's impartiality and his supreme goodness. Because it's very difficult to understand that. Krishna says, Naman kamani limpanti, name kama palais brihat. I'm not interested in any material fruits of work. And the demons, they can't understand that at all. Juridon couldn't understand that. He thought, Krishna's siding with the Pandavas against me. And from the external point of view, that's what it looked like. But we have to understand it in terms of the Shastra. If we do that, if we apply this understanding that Krishna has no material interests at all, we begin to get some insight into Krishna. And if we can do that, then we can free ourselves from birth and death. So Janma Karma So those who understand in truth Krishna won't take birth again. They're liberated, they're freed from birth and death. So this is the supreme virtue, the supreme good. And devotees, they understand that. They understand that about Krishna. They have full faith that everything Krishna is doing, and Krishna is doing everything, <laughs> is always good. So we have to try and cultivate this vision to see Krishna's hand in everything. Align ourselves always with Krishna's desire. And not be like, you know, always thinking, but wait a minute, will this be good? What will I get from this? Am I going to get a, a material result in some form or another? It may not be like that. 
if we're serving Krishna, he may not have that desire. It may not be the best thing for us in our own evol evolution of spiritual consciousness. Please say that again. Oh, um, it may not be like that. In other words, Krishna, um, you know, we, we may not, because we think I'm a devotee, everything should be nice, everything should be, you know, abundant, and, uh, but it may not be like that. So, just like the Pandavas, they lost everything. Their wife was insulted in front of their eyes, and yet they didn't swerve one inch from their virtue. So, csak nézzük meg a Pandavák esetét, hogy mindenüket elveszítették, a feleségüket nyilvánosan megszégyenítették, mégis egy milliméternyit sem mozdultak el az erénytől. So this is actually the lesson. Great souls come to teach us these great lessons. Igazából a nagy lelkek ezért jönnek el, hogy ezeket a nagy leckéket megtanítsák a számukra. So, how can we? How can we do this? This is the question. So, hogyan vagyunk erre képesek, hogy tudjuk ezt megtenni, ez a kérdés, ami felmerül. Because, like in, in, the, um, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna uh, said to Arjuna, that in this world there are two kinds of people, the divine and the demoniac. And then he reassured Arjuna, don't worry Arjuna, you were born with the divine qualities. Daivi they're intrinsic to you, you're, you're born with them. But how many of us here think that we were also born with the divine qualities. I know for sure that I wasn't. <laughs> but that's okay. We can, we can cultivate those qualities. Um, and let's have a look here at the... Um, at this slide. You want to read that? Ami a közönséges embert illeti, ha jól lélek, akkor van esélye a fejlődésre a hallás folyamata által. A hallás nagyon fontos folyamat. So in the Bhagavad Gita, um, Krishna is talking about uh, different ways of um, making progress in the 13th chapter in spiritual life. A Bhagavad Gita 13. fejezetében Krishna beszél különböző módszerekről, and in this verse he talks about hearing. There are others who by the process of hearing make progress. And I think he's talking about us. Because in the purple, Prabhupada says, as for the common man, um, and I think, you know, I know myself, I'm a common man, uh, then... If you're a good soul, so in other words, if you're not envious of God. We can make progress by hearing. So by hearing stories like this about great souls in the Mahabharata. Hearing Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, especially from pure devotees, so reading Prabhupada's books. 
Szóval, hogyha olvassuk a Srimad Bhagavatamot, a Bhagavad Gita, kifejezetten felszabadult lelkektől, Srilaprópától. So gradually, by this process, our heart becomes purified, and the good qualities begin to appear. Szóval fokozatosan, ezen a folyamat végzése által a szívünk megtisztul, és a jó tulajdonságok feljönnek elő. We have to start with a little humility, hearing from Srila Prabhupada, realizing that at this point in time, I'm not very advanced, I don't know very much. Um, Prabhupada said, like a, coming like a blank slate. And then as we hear about great personalities, um, we become attracted to their qualities and we be you know we begin to desire to become like that ourselves and at the same time shrimbata uh, swakata krishna by hearing krishna kata punya shravana kirtana we gradually develop more and more piety and we become more and more advanced in consciousness és miközben hallgatjuk a Srimad Bhagavatamot, akkor egyre jámborabbakká válunk, és egyre, fejlőd, egyre jobban fejlődik a tudatot. So this is the process, um, and those are some examples of both uh, virtue and vice, <laughs> you might say. Um, so I'll stop there, if anyone has any questions. Szóval akkor ez most az erényről beszéltünk, itt néztünk néhány példát is ezzel kapcsolatban. Valakinek van esetleg kérdése? So um, you're saying if someone has a work that he likes doing? So if And he has some kind of attachment to it. Attachment to it. Um, so you're asking, she's asking, is that virtuous if you... Then according to this definition, it is not virtuous. Well, the definition of virtue means to abide by Krishna's desire. So Krishna desires us to do our duty. So 
But the problem is we don't always understand what is our duty. A probléma inkább az, hogy nem mindig értjük, hogy mi a mi kötelesség. So that's the first thing. The first thing we have to do is to hear, because when we hear from Shastra, uh, gradually it'll become clearer what we should be doing. Az első dolog az, hogy hallanunk kell, mert amikor hallunk, akkor egyre tisztábbá, világosabbá válik a számunkra, hogy mi is a mi feladatunk. Otherwise, as that verse earlier was saying, we'll, we'll be on the mental platform making calculations in terms of what will be good and what won't be good for me. You know, people now, um, you go to college, you go to school, and um, you're thinking in terms of a career. You know, I'll, if I become an accountant, I'll have so much money. If I become a doctor, it's usually in terms of how much salary I'm going to get. So, amikor, uh, ugye manapság az ember elmegy egyetemre vagy főiskolára, és akkor oké, okay, leszek egy közgazdász, vagy leszek egy orvos, akkor általában az a motiváció, hogy akkor uh, mennyi pénzt fogok majd tudni azzal keresni. Or maybe we're being pushed by our parents or something. Vagy lehet, hogy a szüleink uh, így uh, tónak bennünket, hogy kényszerítenek minket. But really, uh, we should try to understand um, What Krishna wants. Krishna wants us, of course, to surrender to him, but he also wants us to act according to our nature uh, and serve him in that way. So we may not know what our nature is. But therefore, the Acharyas recommend that we purify ourselves by the process of hearing and chanting, and gradually it'll become clearer. Because actually, nowadays people, they're doing so many things, they don't even like doing them. They may be getting a lot of money, but they hate it because it's against their nature. Mert manapság az emberek annyiféle dolgot csinálnak, amit igazából utálnak és gyűlölnek, de még mindig csinálják, mert nagyon sok pénzt kapnak érte, de teljesen ellenkezik a természetükkel. They never really understand their real inner self. You know, because when you do, when you connect and you, you know your, your swabhava, your nature, and you work according to that, you become peaceful, you become happy. És sosem kapcsolódnak ezzel a belső énjükkel, mert uh, amikor az ember uh, megismeri önmagát, ezt a szvabávát, és akkor, akkor a, a természete szerint dolgozik, akkor, akkor békésé válik. So with the help of your elders, your spiritual master, um, and you know, the process of Krishna consciousness, we should try to understand that. Szóval az idősebb személyek, a lelki tanítómester és a Krishna tudat folyamatának a segítségével, ezt próbálni kell megérteni. Does that help? Yes, check it. Thank you. Anything else? Well, I'm a
Sometimes uh, devotees in, in such a situation when they have to think about themselves in such a way that what is beneficial for me to be able to maintain of being a devotee in the rest of my life and, and uh, stay in Krishna consciousness. And uh, if someone is thinking in these terms that uh, does it fall into the category of virtue or not? Okay. Um, so yeah, you want to know if I want to, um, I'm thinking only about my Krishna consciousness and how, how I can make advancement in Krishna consciousness. Is that selfish? Is that bad? Yes, Yeah? Um, no? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but we must understand it properly, that's the only thing I would say. Again, you know, it's important that we hear very carefully from Shastra. Shastra Chakshush, otherwise we may get it wrong. But we should be thinking like that, you know, what, what will be advantageous to my spiritual life. That's very good. <laughs> when you become very advanced in Krishna consciousness, you don't even think about that. You just think about, what does Krishna want? <laughs> Is Krishna happy? Is Krishna... <laughs> well, is Krishna well looked after? The great devotees, you know. <laughs> but, we, I, but in the beginning, we, we have to be intelligent self-interest. Did someone else? What is So when, so when uh, Krishna and the situation was in the battlefield that uh, uh, Karna's wheel was stuck in, in, the, in the ground, then uh, Krishna was telling Arjuna that uh, where was your virtue when such and such things happened? So does it actually mean that uh, when we are witnessing of such an unvirtuous situation, then we should uh, raise our voice or become involved even if uh, afterwards uh, we are in a worse situation or it's uh, not beneficial for us. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that um, if we are present where there is some sin being committed, should we say something um, at that time? Uh, should we try to stop it? Szóval azt mondod, hogy ha azt látjuk, hogy valahol éppen bűnt követnek el, akkor, uh, akkor azt nekünk 
And if we don't, then we, we get a simple reaction. Was that your question? Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's right. Uh, uh, were you here yesterday? Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's that um, statement in the Mahabharata. If, um, if, vice, if vice pierces virtue and you don't try to take out the dart, it will pierce you. So van az a mondás a Mahabharatában, hogyha uh, a bűn az megsérti az erényt uh, egy ilyen dárgával, és akkor uh, azt nem próbálod meg kihúzni, akkor az a dárda téged is át fog szúrni, vagy téged is bántani fog. But, I mean, sometimes you may not be able to do anything. <laughs> De lehet, hogy van olyan, amikor nem tudsz mit tenni. But you can always pray to Krishna. De mindig tudsz imádkozni Krishnahoz. And take shelter of him. But if you can, if you can say something, or you can approach someone who can do something, you should. Yeah, that's the right thing. <laughs> As I understand. Does that help? Anything else? So, oh, go ahead. You've also talked about envy. Uh, that uh, this uh, envy, envious nature is not, not good and this is actually why we came down from the spiritual world. So how can we stop envy in ourselves or how can we overcome this uh, fall? So yeah, um, how, how can we deal with envy in our hearts? That was the cause of our original fall down. Is that what you're saying? Um, yes, it's a difficult question. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't worked it out yet. <laughs> but as I understand it, um, you should serve. You know, if, if we're envious, who are you envious of? Um, we're envious of Krishna, so the antidote is to serve Krishna and gradually the envy will be removed. And the best way to serve is to hear about him and to hear and chant, repeat his glories, to hear his glories and repeat them. The, the real problem we face is we're turning away from Krishna, Krishna Bahyamukh. So we, we don't want to look at Krishna, we don't want to glorify Krishna. That's our disease. That's what we're doing right now. So it doesn't matter when it began. <laughs> we have to solve that. So the, the, the cure is to turn towards Krishna. 
And the way to turn is to hear about him, to repeat his glories. Like these pastimes, pastimes of his devotees, is as good, is better than even hearing about Krishna. Szóval mi a megoldás erre az, hogy hallunk Krishna-nek a dicsőségéről, hogy ismételjük azt, sőt, akkor ugye vannak ezek a történetek, amik Krishna-nek a baktáiról szólnak, ezek még talán jobbak is, mint a Krishna-ról hallunk. In one class I heard Prabhupada say it's better to hear about the Pandavas than Krishna himself. And this is true for all of the pure devotees. So if we serve pure devotees, if we hear about the great souls and we engage in their service, that will gradually get to the root of the problem. Hogyha szolgáljuk, hogyha hallunk tisztabaktákról, hogyha szolgáljuk őket, akkor fokozatosan el fogunk jutni a problémának a gyökeréhez. And in the beginning, it's a bitter medicine. És kezdetben ez egy elég keserű orvosság. You've heard the example of, um, of uh, uh, what's the name of that disease where your jaundice. eyes turn yellow? Jaundice. Yeah. Jaundice, you don't like sugar, but if you take it, it cures, apparently it cures jaundice. Szóval van ez a betegség, ez a sárgaság, amikor így besárgul az ember, és akkor a, a gyógyszer a cukor, de az elején ez nagyon keserű. In the beginning it's bitter, but gradually it becomes sweeter and sweeter. Kezdetben nagyon keserűnek érződik a cukor, de később egyre édesebbé válik. So it's difficult in the beginning. We try to read like, I don't know how many of you have this experience, like last thing at night, you want to read the Krishna book, and after about two minutes, you're gone. So what I find, or Bhagavatam, anything, you know, when the, especially when you first start, you try to read it. Um, some people, maybe not, but many of us, I always find it difficult. Um, so I find, discuss it with other people. Szóval én ezt saját magam akkor így nehéznek találom, hogy akkor csak úgy leülni, de akkor ami a megoldás az, hogy megbeszélni más emberekkel. I used to, when my children were younger, we'd read the Krishna book, take turns, and then we'd stop and discuss, what, hang on, what does that mean? Does it make sense? Do I accept it? Amikor a gyerekeim fiatalabbak voltak, akkor közösen olvastuk a Krishna könyvet, és részenként megálltunk, és akkor beszéltünk arról, hogy jó, de akkor ennek mi volt az értelme, akkor ez most így mit akar vele mondani? Is it really possible for a little seven-year-old boy to hold a hill on his little finger? <laughs> so you can discuss, and then by discussing the pastimes, we hear them, we repeat them. This is Sankatan. And our hearts become more and more purified. And it becomes very sweet. So I recommend that as an easy way to begin to hear, to begin to dis, you know, discuss, to meditate on the Lord, on the Lord's pastimes. Because this is the thing. Lord Brahma says that um, Hearing about Krishna and Krishna's incarnations destroys the foul matter that's accumulated in the ear. Lord Brahma, he says in second canto, when we hear about Krishna, it destroys all the, the foul matter, the rubbish, which is accumulated 
in the ear, he says. That means all, all the things we've been hearing, reading, kami novels, television, it all feeds the lust, it feeds the anger, it feeds the greed and the anxiety that we experience all the time. Ez azt jelenti, hogy minden, amit olvasunk, minden ponyvaregény, minden világi irodalom, a televízió, mindezek a dolgok, akkor csak a szívünkben növelik az irítséget, az aggodalmat, a, a dühöt és ezeket a dolgokat. And increases our envy for Krishna. És növelik a Krishna iránt irítségünket. So the cure, and it's a very nice thing, you can discuss these wonderful pastimes of the Mahabharata, of the Srimad Bhagavatam, And it, it will have the opposite effect. We'll become actually peaceful and happy. Does that help? Thank you. Anything else? Follow me, Mash. That lady. All right, so shall we stop? It's time for Arti. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna.